Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Amanda Huffman. She's the woman of the military podcast host, a veteran, author, and speaker. Amanda, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. First, I commend you for being a author and speaker, and I, and I thank you for your service as a veteran. I have many, many veteran friends, and I'm always so appreciative, not just on Memorial Day, but just on every day, for, for you having the courage to, to do what you do, and I appreciate you, so thank you for that. Thank you. And what I also admire about you is you're a pioneer in that I know that women in the military, sometimes people don't necessarily want to promote that because I've talked to some of my female friends and sometimes they have heard certain things. But in your case, you're in it, you know. You also have a podcast, which is even better. So talk to us, what inspired you to create this Women of the Military podcast? So I've been a blogger for like almost 10 years and I started doing this crazy 31 day series in October. And one year I decided I'm going to do deployments because I deployed to Afghanistan. I have a pretty cool story. So I want to hear more stories. And I thought that I would get mainly men to respond for my queries of like telling about their deployment stories. But the reality was that almost every person who responded to my query was a woman. And it was kind of like, a light bulb moment where I was like, oh, I'm a woman. There are women in the military that have these really cool stories. And I was just so fascinated by the things that I learned and the stories that I got to hear that I was like, I want to do this again, but I don't want to do deployments. I want to do women. And so I was going to do the series again, but my husband's still in the military and we moved from California to Virginia. And I felt really overwhelmed with moving and getting settled that my friend, I was like, what should I do? And she and I somehow came up with the idea, why don't we do a podcast? And so then I started the podcast and then I took the stories I had collected in 2018 and I made that into a book. That's awesome, that's awesome. So talk to us about some of these stories because I'm, I wanna be inspired <laughs> and I know our listeners would be. <laughs> so let's see, I got a chance to talk to Brigadier General Wilma Vaught. She was one of the first female generals in the Air Force and the first female general in the Comptroller Squadron. She deployed to Vietnam and was there for a year. And she just talked about how she, her goal the whole time she was in the military was to help people and to help them as a leader. And she just had story after story of how she helped people and inspired people. Uh, I also have had women who've deployed and done like combat operations long before women were technically allowed in combat zones. And so to hear their stories and get to hear their experiences from being an aircraft maintainer, a medic running convoys, a public affairs officer, all these different stories of being in the war and fighting the fight in a way that most people wouldn't expect. So those are like my favorite stories because my deployment was a not traditional deployment where I was running convoys in Afghanistan in what, 2000. What do you mean? What does that mean? Just kind of because pretend I'm a layperson, which I am. So, uh, so. like running convoys, being in MRAPs and going off the base and like dealing no, directly. Again, get even more basic. What do you, <laughs> I, I know I am military speak. Yeah, uh, yeah. So riding around in vehicles in a war zone off the base. So like the base is kind of the safe place where we sleep and we work. And then we would go off base 
and go into Afghanistan and meet directly with the people and help them build schools, roads, bridges, government buildings, but being directly in harm's way, I guess, because we are out. There's not really a front line in Afghanistan. You don't really know where the enemy is. They kind of hide in plain sight. So tell us about those stories. So how long were you in Afghanistan for? I was in Afghanistan for nine months. And I'm always curious, like, you hear things, you read things, but once you're there, what was the first thing that you realized or felt when you got to Afghanistan, once you left the base? When I left the base, so I was, like, terrified to leave the base because I was, like, I don't know, I was thinking, like, you go off base and then everyone starts shooting at you and, like, (laughs) it's a war zone. But the exact opposite, we drove off base, it was very calm, we stopped and we did an inspection of a of a gabion basket a retaining wall and we had to like cross the bridge and then climb down to it with all our gear and then when we walked back the village people were so happy that they we had paid for this project that they were like here here's some food here's some stuff and they were just so happy to see us and it was like the exact opposite of what you think a war zone is like and most of the missions i went on were like people were happy to see us and they wanted to either eat lunch with us or talk to us and the kids so do they speak english then or many of them do or some of them do or the some of the kids speak pretty good english most of the afghan people don't but we had interpreters with us so they could help explain and i took two weeks of language training before i left so i could understand like basic dari and like hello and how are you and that type of stuff interesting what's one thing because again when when we as Americans hear things about different countries, but you were there. So what's one thing that you want to share with listeners? We don't just have American listeners, but, but for instance, like, what are some things that you are inspired by the Afghani people? Because we often see they are them and we are us, they're our enemy and, and we're the victor. So yes, there are enemies there, but you got to meet the actual Afghani people. So tell us what, what are some things that you, you were inspired by the, the Afghani people? I think the Afghan people, their culture and their history is something that's like driven into who they are. And I think it was the first time that I really saw like real innovation. These people live in mud huts and they have nothing, but somehow they were able to like hotwire internet or, or electricity into their homes, into these like mud huts. And you're like, that doesn't even make any sense. And the stuff that they were so creative and they were, even though they had nothing, they would still welcome us and like give us the best food. And it was just to show, to see how much they cared about people and their culture of like giving, even when they didn't have anything was something I think Americans don't even understand we have so much and we're unwilling to give but they had nothing and they were always willing to give us stuff and we were like we don't need anything but that was their culture and their personality and that's phenomenal i mean again it's just great that you can share that and and spread some light for instance when you think of israel and palestine this is not getting political but like i went to speak in Ramallah, palestine where where is a u.s consulate sponsored event and I don't know anything about Palestinians, except for when I Google that, just like if you Google Afghanis or Google North, North Koreans and Google Iranians or Persians, you know, all of us fundamentally are people that want to live our lives. And when I was in Ramallah, Palestine, I just blew my mind, my mind. And I felt like they're literally Midwesterners in the Middle East because they're so kind and giving and cultured and proud. And again, until I saw them myself, I would have never imagined. So 
I appreciate you sharing that perspective in Afghanistan because it just allows our listeners to just hopefully be more open and inclusive because we live in a world where it's very easy for us to just say, oh, those people, but I appreciate you sharing the stories that it's all of us people. So one final thing I want to ask, Amanda, is your goal of the podcast was to share stories, but what's like the underlying reason why you want to share these stories? I want people to know that women have been in the military and we have been fighting the fight since a long time ago, since World War One, World War Two, And I wanted people to know they have this perception of what a woman in the military is. It's a stereotype, just like they have of men in the military. But I wanted to break down that stereotype and let people know that women are out fighting on the front lines. They're breaking barriers left and right left and right and it's just it's so exciting to hear the stories of all the women like I don't have a my qualification is if you're a woman and you're a veteran you can be on my on my show because I think you have a story and it has value and I want people to know what those stories are that's great and you've been doing it for six years now so thank you so much for sharing your story Amanda thank how you. can our guests stay in touch with you and, and and watch your podcast or listen to your podcast so the podcast is called Women of the Military, and it's available on most podcast apps. I know you're not supposed to say that, but that's all I say. And then I have a blog, airmentomom.com, where you can go and find all the podcast episodes and the blogging that I've done and continue to do. And I'm on social media at Airman to Mom. Great. Amanda, thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.